It's the most wonderful time of the year. So the song puts it. And part of what makes this time of year so wonderful for many are all the Christmas parties. Which is great if you're an extrovert. But what if you're an introvert? What if you find them a bit, well, draining? What can you do to get through this? Well, one thing you can do is... You're listening to the Keith Blakemore Noble Radio Show. Here's your host, Keith Blakemore Noble. Hey, hello. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to take a look at what's effectively the Introvert Survival Guide to Christmas Parties. Now, it's not just for introverts, and it's not just about Christmas parties. It's basically how to make the most of any gathering, particularly if you find it a bit a bit draining. Because, uh, I mean, let's face it, there's the thrill of the social world, the, the glamour, the lights of socialising, catching up with friends far and wide, sharing the latest gossip. All of these sorts of things, they can be great for, for so many people and a brilliant excuse to recharge, social, to socially recharge to the max. But what if you are an introvert? I know I, I personally am a massive introvert. Uh, I can take part in many of these things, but it does get a bit draining. But I have developed some uh, some um, tools some techniques which are in my in my uh, in my armory which enable me to enjoy going to parties wi- without it being quite so draining and i thought at this time of year it would be nice to share some of those with you so that's what we're going to look at in this episode Hope you enjoy it. Hope you get to pick up some tips from it. If you do like this, please do remember, give us a like, a comment, a share. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Share it far and wide. Tag us, tag us, hashtag KBNRS. Let's spread the love. So here are some tips that you can you can use to help you make the most of uh, Christmas parties or any gathering without it being too emotionally draining. Uh, the tips aren't in any particular order. Some may resonate with you. Some may not. That's the beauty of it. There's something for everyone. First one I'm going to ha- uh, offer you <clears throat> to me is to know in advance when you're going to leave. Now, think about it. <clears throat> Pacing yourself is incredibly important. If you are running a race, it really helps to know up front whether you're doing a 100 meter sprint or doing a marathon. Because you're going to have a different approach to each one. You're going to pace yourself differently for each one. And so it is with any gathering, with parties, whatever. Knowing in advance roughly how long you're going to be there has many benefits. For one, it enables you to pace yourself. If you know this is only going to be like a half hour gathering, you can go full out for the half hour knowing that after that half hour, oh, you can relax and recharge. On the other hand, if it's like a five hour evening long event then you know you need to pace yourself that little bit more and maybe build in a couple of couple of little spots for mini recharges 
Not only that, you can kind of keep an eye on the time as it ticks down, not from the point of view of, oh, this is so boring, I can't wait to go home, but more from the point of view of, right, there's just one hour left, I can do this, I've got enough in the tank to get me through this hour. Really does make a big difference. So know in advance when you're going to be leaving. Even if it's just a rough ballpark figure, it gives you something to aim for. Let you pace yourself, which is so important. Arrange to have a Christmas party buddy. Now, I have used this technique myself in the past to, to great success. Um, so, yeah, you're going to be meeting, chatting with new people. Great fun. And sometimes, on the other hand, you need that reassuring presence of a familiar face, somebody you can just be you with, somebody you can relax with for a couple of minutes where you don't have to be on on top of your game for a few minutes, someone you can chill with. That's where having a Christmas party buddy, or even two or three of them, comes in really handy. Arrange to go with a friend or with somebody that you know well, so that you've got that familiar face there. It means if you're going on a, a scary um, scary journey of going around meeting a group of people you've never spoken with before, at least you know at the end of it, you can catch up with your buddy again and oh, relax, maybe even share stories of, of what's happened. It really does make it so much easier, particularly if you're a bit shy. <clears throat> particularly if you're a bit shy because you know, yeah, just get through this bit and then I can, I can hang out with my buddy again. It lets you circulate spread yourself around while still having the, the comfort uh, and, and support there. Uh, arrange to catch up a few times with your buddy during the party. This means you can break the party into segments. It gives you a few moments to relax each time as you, you catch up with each other and relax and, and chill out. And, oh, um, and you know, it also gives you a great excuse for uh, an escape. So if you're chatting with a group of people and you're kind of thinking, how do I get out of this? You've got a brilliant excuse. Hey, you know what, folks? Hey, it's been absolutely lovely meeting each and every one of you. I've loved it. Um, if you'd ex excuse me, I've just got to go and catch up with John over there. Just go and catch up with him. But lovely to meet you. Yep, I'll see you in a bit. And off you go and catch up with John. You're not appearing rude. Extroverts will understand this. That's, that's what they do. They um, they they come and go and flit around. So they expect that sort of thing. Gives you a good get out. So that if you are feeling, oh, I need a break, you got one. Um, on a similar-ish sort of vein, there's um, spot safe spaces. Safe spaces. Uh, kind of scope out the, 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 the venue look for some space, safe spaces early on now <clears throat> what I mean by safe spaces are just look for places where you might be able to grab a few minutes of peace and quiet just to just to rest to gather your thoughts to de-stress to do an emergency recharge even if you don't need to use them just knowing that they're there can be a big help uh, it might be a quiet spot in the venue, uh, depending on where you are. It might might be a, might be a place on the balcony, looking at a, a lovely view outside, or if it's an inside balcony, watching the people in the room below. Uh, 
might be a comfy chair slightly apart from others. Could be at the buffet, for example. Great place to go and just <sighs> break for a moment or two. Gives you something to, to focus your attention on as well, pondering, oh, which delicious morsels shall I try? Um, hey, you know what it could be? Could even just be the spot where the, the, the cat or the dog is hanging out. Never, ever underestimate the restorative powers of chatting with the dog at the party while you stroke it for a few minutes, chilling. Beautiful. If you get the chance to do that, oh, it's so wonderful. So find spots and safe spaces early on, places where you could you can escape to bolt holes where you can you can nip off to chill for a couple of moments. Another uh, another great way to to manage your energy at, at these sorts of parties. Often we feel so drained because we feel we have to be on display, we have to be talking, we have to be keeping the conversation going the whole time, and particularly if you're an introvert. Or if you're a bit shy or you're just not used to it, that can be daunting and it can be incredibly draining. But you don't have to. Be happy to observe others for a while. You could do this from one of the previously uh, discovered safe spaces, but you could do it from pretty much anywhere, anywhere in the room, anywhere in the venue. You don't have to spend the whole time making small talk. Thank goodness! <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable to perhaps take a few minutes out, find a secluded spot, or find a, a spot where you're not in the way of everyone. Just quietly, casually observe everything that's going on. It's even better if you've got maybe a, if it is like a buffet, you've got some food there, or you've you've got a nice drink. You can just sit or stand there, just casually observing, taking a few sips, and just. Taking in everything that's going on. Great way to pass the time without having to take part in conversation. Um, observe what's going on. Notice what you can really know. Almost turn it into a game. Right, what are four things I can notice? For example, as you're doing this, you're going to start to see, usually you're going to start to observe some group dynamics. Um... You can start to see the ebbs and flows within the groups, within the, the, the people there. You might even spot some other potential safe spaces you hadn't hadn't uh, noticed before. You might even start to spot some fellow introverts who are doing the same sort of thing. And that can be a source of comfort, just realizing you're not alone in this. You might even approach one of them and, and kind of just casually stand near them. Hey, good party. Yeah, cool. And Mind if I just chill chill with you for a couple of moments and then just watch the room in companionable silence? It can be a great way to pass a few moments. And even spot people. Oh, I was going to go and have a chat with them. Spot things that they're wearing. Spot potential for conversation openers. If you see something that, that uh, somebody's wearing a particular type of outfit or, or, or whatever, or you've observed this, it becomes a, a conversation opener. So be happy to observe. Also, and you can do this while you're whilst you're happily observing from the sidelines. Look for those who are uh, how would you put it holding court. I suppose it would be a good way of putting it. There will inevitably be a few people who do more talking than the rest of them do. 
almost looks as though they are holding court for their group, enthralling their group with tales of whatever it is they're talking about. If you're looking good for a good way to pass some time without having to make small talk or take part in conversation, find find a group where there is somebody holding court, somebody entertaining the group. Beautiful thing is, you're not going to be expected to talk much. In fact, chances are you probably struggle to get a word in edgeways anyway. <laughs> but as long as you pick the right one, which is where the observation part comes in from a little bit earlier, as long as you pick the right one, uh, stand you with a good chance of being entertained. You never know what you're going to learn from, from, from somebody who's doing this, somebody who's recounting tales of whatever. You never know what you're going to learn from there. It can be, can be good fun. And hey, also gives you something to talk about with others later on in the evening. Nice. What do you think of this uh, so far? Hopefully you're finding it useful. Let me know. Drop me a message. Let me know what you think of all of this. And have you got any tips? Have you got any tales from, from parties? How you managed to oh, overcome the um, overcome the, the, uh, the drainingness of it and, and just to really enjoy it? Please do share them with me. I love hearing from uh, love hearing from you. Love hearing from um, from listeners. The sorts of things that they're getting from this. Catch me on any of the social uh, social platforms or send an e- send an email. Let me know what you think of it, and also share the podcast far and wide as well. Remember, give us a like, give us a comment, share it, subscribe on your favorite platform. It helps boost the numbers. Getting back to uh, our introvert survival guide to Christmas parties. Uh, mixing it up. Mixing it up is a great way. Uh, one thing that introverts do really well at parties is flip from person to person, from group to group, from conversation to conversation. Often never occurs to do that for, for us introverts because we like to focus on a particular topic or particular whatever and, and really focus on it. But Extroverts, they will flit and mix around, uh, which is um, a great way to uh, to survive parties. Um, parties aren't a source of, of long, intimate, deep and meaningful conversations. Not usually anyway, at least not in the, not in the early parts of them. Maybe toward the end when much, uh, much liquor has been consumed, they might happen. But... Parties are generally light, fluffy conversations of the sort that will naturally reach an end. They all peter out pretty, pretty easily, pretty quickly. And there is nothing wrong with moving to another group. Hey, it's been lovely chatting with you. I've got to circulate. Don't want to hog your time. It's going to circulate. Maybe see you around. Great way of doing it. People will understand. They won't think you're rude. Um, find an excuse to move on <laughs> if if you have got the uh got the um the charisma for it uh there's a there's a friend of mine <laughs> he he's also an introvert and he he, he finds um, his social gatherings very draining and he developed a, a <laughs> bit of a cheeky way of, of uh, moving from group to group uh he'll find a group say, hey hello i haven't spoken with you yet immerse <clears throat> himself in the group after a little while run out of things to say right Bored, bored now. I've probably bored you all now. I'm off and off to see someone else. Does it in a cheeky, light-hearted way that just endears to people to him even more. But find whatever works for you. But mix it up. Flit around. Jump from group to group. Conversation to conversation. 
That's what they're all about. Talking of escape, uh, escaping conversations, moving, <laughs> have some good conversation finishes. There will be times. Oh, there will be times where you find you're in a boring or a dying conversation. You want to get out of it, but you don't want to feel rude. How do you do it? Good conversation finishers. The more socially active uh, people will have plenty of these up their sleeves. And the more you do this, the more they will come to you naturally. But have some conversation finishers. Now, at parties, it's going to be a bit easier because these are places to socialize and to circulate. Indeed, it's sometimes considered rude to be almost hogging a person for any extended period of time. So it's always going to be uh, finishing conversations. Just find something easy, inoffensive, that there's a good cue to signify to the other person, OK, this conversation's at an end. Let's part and move on, move on to the next one. Um, again, very simple things like, um, hey, it's been lovely to meet you. Uh, I don't want to hog you. I know you've got plenty of other people to, cat, to, to chat with. I'll see you around. Or, oh, I've really, you know, I've really enjoyed our conversation, but please do excuse me. I'm just going to go and catch John over there. It's fine. It's finally free. I've been waiting to catch him for a while. I'll catch up with you in a bit. Finish the conversation, flit from, uh, from group to group. Remember, with parties, and I know for introverts, this is, this is counterintuitive because if you're going to have a conversation you want to have a conversation but at parties it is all that keeping it light flitting around coming and going light short brief conversations there's nothing wrong with flitting around from person but uh, lovely to chat with you um i've got to circulate see you in a bit that's all it takes and no the extroverts will not feel offended by that whatsoever they will understand and they will just move on to the next person to chat with um, other ways you can uh, make the most of these parties. Arrive early. What? Yes. If the thought of walking into a room filled with strangers who all seem to know each other uh, fills you, if the thought of that fills you with dread, try arriving at the party a little bit on the early side. Now, I don't mean if if uh, if your host says to arrive for seven, I don't mean turn up at five o'clock. That's just... That's just impolite. But uh, get there earlier on in the event. So get there closer to seven than than nine or ten. Reason being, there will be fewer people there. Smaller group, which can make it a lot easier, particularly if you're an introvert or particularly if you're shy. It's easier for you to get to know people because there are fewer people. It's less intimidating. Can be easier to get to know some of your fellow guests. And as the room starts to fill up, well, you won't be amongst complete strangers because you will have at least had passing conversations with, with some of the people. It will feel that little bit more, a little bit friendly, a little bit less daunting. And you even got some nodding acquaintances with, uh, amongst fellow guests, which can make all the difference, particularly later on. Oh, hey, hey, Bill. Good to see you again. Hope you're enjoying it. So arrive early or alternatively, because, hey, let's face it, all of it, life is contradictory. So why would this be any different? Arrive late. I don't mean arrive after the party's finished, but I mean um, arrive later on in the proceedings, because for other people, the idea of being with small groups of strangers 
is even more scary than the idea of being with a big group, big group of strangers. Because whilst with a small group, it can be less daunting. There are fewer people there. For other people, if it's a big group, there are more options. It's easier to kind of hide away, hide in the crowd. So if the thought of arriving early fills you with dread, arrive later. And let's face it, you can arrive fashionably late and make an entrance if you so choose. But, but arrive a bit later and just throw yourself in because it's already the party's already in full swing. People are already conversing. Sometimes that can be easier. Basically, go with whichever approach is the most comfortable for you. The idea behind what I'm offering here is not to say this will work. You must do this. I'm saying here are some tips that, that I've picked up over time. Some that I found helpful, some I know fellow introverts have hand, found helpful. Uh, the idea is just to offer you some options, offer you some thoughts, offer you some things that make you go, oh, never thought of that. I'll give that a try. That could work. Now, conversation, conversation, conversation. If, if you would like to be known as a great conversationalist, what's the best way to do it? If you want to uh, be able to really get conversations going without having too much and keep them going without having to do too much, best way to do it? Easy. Get people talking about their favorite topic of conversation. Because if somebody's talking about their favorite topic of conversation, they're going to enjoy themselves. You're the one who got them onto that topic. They're going to feel good about you. They will talk loads. You have to do very little apart from the occasional prompt. Brilliant. Oh, what's their Favorite topic of conversation. How do I find out their favorite topic of conversation? Well, generally, most people's favorite topic of conversation is themselves. It's themselves, either them or what they do or what they uh, their hobbies. Basically, ask somebody a question about themselves, and stand back and let them talk. Adding the occasional prompt here and there, and it's when the conversation starts to die down, just to show that you are listening. Pay attention to what they're saying. Use that as a springboard. But it's a great way to get conversations going. Um, <clears throat> obviously, if you have any mutual interests, that can also be a really cool way to, to get conversations going. Or even, hey, nice to meet you. So how, do you how do you know the host of the party? That can be a good way of getting conversation going as well especially if you're able to swap tales about them. <laughs> um, another tip, another tip, good tip here is to respect alcohol. As Homer Simpson put it, alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Um, yeah, having a drink can help to take the edge off things, particularly if it's an uncomfortable social situation. And let's face it, if there's one thing you'll find at most Christmas parties, it's alcohol. However, be mindful of how much you're consuming. It is far too easy to, to drink much more than you thought you were drinking, particularly if you're a little bit nervous or a little bit anxious. It's far too easy. Before you know it, you've had several glasses of that particularly delicious wine. And it's starting to get you a bit more drunk and out of control than you normally like to be. So 
just be a little, just just be mindful of of, uh, of how much alcohol you're having, particularly if it's like a free bar, or if it's one of those ones where someone will come around and keep topping your topping your glass up. Just be aware of how much you're, you're consuming. Pace yourself. Maybe having soft drinks from time. So have one glass of an alcoholic drink, one glass of a soft drink. Swap them backwards and forwards. Just take it easy, because um, what you don't want to do is 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 get drunk and make this make things actually worse i mean you don't want to be remembered as that drunken mess from the party so yeah by all means enjoy alcohol but just be respectful of it and just kind of maybe have a little bit less than you think you might want to have and you'll probably find you've had about the right amount uh now when it comes to parties transport getting there and getting back um Avoid relying on others for transport. That would be my tip. Avoid relying on others for transport. Reason being, I mean, let's face it, sometimes despite the best plans, best of intentions, you've done all of these things that we've talked about, and the vibe is just not right. You're just not feeling it. And it's time to cut your losses and leave early. Oh, but you can't. Because... You came with Bill in Bill's car and Bill's enjoying himself and oh, now you're stuck here. Or you were the one who, who drove and there's a couple of people relying on you for a lift back and you kind of can't really drag them away and leave her. It's like, oh, you're stuck. Oh, it can make it really difficult. So wherever possible, make your own transport arrangements. Sometimes it can be a bit trickier, maybe a bit a bit more expensive, but at least it gives you your way to get out in your time rather than relying on others. Or, <coughs> excuse me, goodness, or at the very least, be aware of alternatives that you could use. So, so perhaps uh, perhaps Jane drove you there, and the plan was that Jane's going to drive you back, but you're just not feeling it at this party. It's time for you to go. You know the alternatives, alternative transport, alternative ways that you can get home uh, if you need to cut and run. Just let Jane know, hey, enjoy it. I've I've got a dash. No, oh, it's all right. I've got my own way back. I'll see you. See you tomorrow. And you know what? It's surprising how often knowing that you're not trapped waiting for others. It's surprising how often knowing that actually makes the event seem a lot less scary because you know you're not trapped. You can leave at any time. So you can relax and you end up relaxing and enjoying it more. It can make a huge difference. Really can. Really can. Uh, sometimes sometimes you're going to need to get out, though. Um, something you can organize. Organize with a friend. Organize with a friend to uh, to phone you. Arrange for a friend to phone you at a, a, a prearranged time. This can give you... a brilliant get out if you absolutely need it so arrange for them to call you maybe three hours into the evening arrange for them to call you if everything's going well you could ignore the call let your friend know that you might ignore it if it's going well you could ignore the call or you could just answer it really briefly and say yeah i'll catch i'll catch you catch you tomorrow if you're not enjoying yourself you can use that as an excuse to manufacture some uh, some reason why you absolutely have to leave there and then gives you an excuse so you've got to get out sounds cheesy i know but hey it 
works. It really does work. Not something you're going to use often, but it's nice to know it's there. Um, what if you need to leave? You, I really got to leave, but I forgot to arrange with a friend to make a call. Oh, now what can I do? Subtly text a friend. Maybe from uh, one of the um, safe spaces that you saw earlier. Just subtly text your, text your friend. Give me a call in five minutes. And then five minutes time, the phone will go off. You've got uh, you've got your get out. Or if it doesn't work, um, or not if it doesn't work, or if you uh, nobody you could text, plan to set an alarm on your phone and make sure that the alarm you use is the same as your ringtone. It will sound as though your uh, your phone's going off at that prearranged time. You can then fake an entire call and then head off. Provided, of course, nobody phones you at the point that you're faking you're on the call. But hey, these things happen. It's just ways to ways to give you a get out if you need it that makes it easy for you to get out. Now, most of the time, you're not actually going to use that get out at all. But just knowing that you've got it makes everything so much easier. And it can mean that you enjoy the party far more as a result, knowing you're not trapped, knowing that you would be able to bail out if you need to without creating a scene, without getting embarrassed. It just makes it so much easier to enjoy. Hopefully, some of these tips uh, have been of use to you. I'm sure you've probably heard many of them. My hope is that there's, a, there's at least one where you're going, oh, never thought of that before. Maybe they'll spark off some some ideas enabling you to create some of your own strategies. The important thing, as with so many things in life, bear in mind, there is no one size fits all. A strategy that works for one person might not work for another. Find what works for you. Different things work for different people. Play around with it. See what works. Evolve them. Tweak them. Adjust them. Do what's right for you to give yourself the best advanced preparation so that you can go in and enjoy the party. Knowing that you know how long it's going to be. You know you've got You've got a way to get out. You know you've got your own way home. You're not relying on anyone. You've got some strategies to help you catch a breather when you need it. And you've got to get out if, if, if you need one. You've got a way of, of um, creating an excuse to, to uh, unavoidably have to leave with regret. I've got to go. I'm really sorry. I'm enjoying it, but I have to go. Having all those in place makes it so much easier to enjoy the party. And the chances are, You'll enjoy it all the more. Hopefully that has uh, given you some ideas. I know I have used several of these in the past and it really has made a difference. And I know of other people who have also used uh, some of these. Again, it's made a huge difference for them as well. Hopefully it might make a little bit of a difference for you and it might help you to enjoy the onslaught of socializing that is the Christmas party. Because, hey, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Have a good one. I will catch you in another episode very soon. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Keith Blakemore Noble Radio Show. Find out more, please visit KeithBlakemoreNoble.com.